Good morning. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022. There was a terrible tragedy in Israel last week. An incident of Yadatz. Yadatz is short for the Hebrew phrase Yeri du Tzadadi, which in English is known as friendly fire. Surprisingly, in war, approximately 20% of all wartime casualties are the result of friendly fire. With friendly fire, the dead are victims, but the shooter, of course, is also a victim. Last week, two commanders, Major Ofek Aharon and Major Itamar El Harar, they were patrolling with two other soldiers, and they were patrolling specifically because someone had been stealing military equipment from their base, so they were patrolling. And another soldier who has only been identified as Officer N, N like Nancy, but that's not his name, obviously, N, Officer N. Apparently, he saw four strangers. They were not wearing helmets, and he thought that they were terrorists. And he shot first. And those two commanders were killed. So I want to share with you two responses, both of which are just incredible. The first, I want to share with you part of, a, of an article written by Gil Troy, who many of us know and more of us know of. And he wrote this in the Jewish Post. And it is in the form of a letter addressed to this young man only known as Officer N. Giltroy doesn't know who it is either, but addressing Officer N, this officer. And he wrote to him, your next mission is working through this trauma. Do not let this split section derail your entire life. Everyone must learn not to define ourselves by our worst moments. Admittedly, yours is worse than most. But keep in mind, Israel's first general, Mickey Marcus, was killed by a sentry. Twenty-four soldiers were killed by an Israeli phantom fighter jet in Lebanon in 1982. Five soldiers were killed in Gaza in 2009-2014 by Israeli tanks. Considering the chaos, the fear, and the threats our young heroes face and the firepower we give you, <coughs> Only your extraordinary training prevents even more catastrophes. 
I beg you, face your mistake, but don't define yourself by it. Then Gill says he was never a soldier, but he consulted with someone who has years and years of experience. Lieutenant Colonel Eliav Dickstein served as a commando for 13 years and asked him what he would say to this officer N. <coughs> Eliav said, if I were your commander, first I would hug you tight and cry with you. And then he would say, Am Yisrael, the Jewish people, and I have been so proud of you, Officer N, until now, appreciating the many nights you invested and the many risks you took to protect Israel's citizens. Despite this tragedy, we remain proud. We, the entire unit, are with you. We will get through this together because we, I, stand with you and understand what you tried to do. Giltroy goes on to say, of course, let's remember who remains most guilty for your predicament. The thieves, who the other soldiers were trying to catch, our many enemies and their enablers. You should be in college worrying about exams, not in countries sweating bullets. Instead, haters compel you to defend Israel's existence second by second. Fortunately, I see with my children, his children, Giltroy's children, serve in the IDF, Serving our country is also good for your soul. It develops character. I hope the army keeps you in command, granting you many more seconds of service to drown out this horrific millisecond. And I hope you accept that challenge. What an amazing lesson. And as Giltroy says, it's a lesson that applies to all of us in different situations. Of course, hopefully not as dramatic and traumatic as this one. But the idea behind it applies to all of us as we face the worst moments of our lives. But now I want to share with you something that is, if possible, even more remarkable and perhaps even more challenging. Sivan Rahav Meir did an interview with Or El Harar, the widow of Major Itamar Harar. And she wrote about this interview. It was one of the most deeply moving answers that I ever received to an interview question. Please listen carefully. 
So she spoke to R about how she met her husband. They got married in a small Corona wedding. No catering, no wedding hall. But the most important thing, the groom was there. That's what R said. She talked about his character. He made me feel that every minute with me was the most precious thing in the world. She told me if she had her life to do over again, knowing what happened and knowing what she knows now, she would do it exactly the same way. I felt completely whole each day that we were together and I would do it all over again. Please listen carefully. At the end, I gently asked her what she has to say to Officer N, who she also does not know, again, anonymous, the soldier who mistakenly shot the two officers. She paused to reflect, and then she answered as follows. This was an accident. And I think if Itamar, her husband, would have made a similar mistake, if the situation was reversed, I would have a husband I would simply want to keep on living. If Itamar was the one who had made such an error, what would I want for him? And the answer is that I would want for him the strength to move beyond this. Therefore, this is what I say to Officer N and his family. Embrace him. Bolster him. Strengthen him. Be with him to the fullest possible extent and he will receive the strength to keep on living. Wow. To truly fulfill ve'ahavta l'reacha kamocha, love your fellow as you love yourself. That means to love and to want to be loved, that means that I behave towards you the way I would want you to behave towards me in the same situation. And Sivan says, yesterday, Amidst the most painful circumstances, I, with my own eyes, witnessed such love. My friends, may we never be tested, but we must understand how far the responsibility goes. Ve'ahavta l'reacha kamocha to want someone else to treat me and for me to treat that person 
the way I would want to be treated if I was in their situation. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.